This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. By the way, how many had a very wonderful time on Wednesday? That was a very anointed service. And Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. God bless the choir. They are the best under heaven. Let's see. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter uh, 10. I want to read something from verse 19. If you are watching us and we say our choir is the best, are you angry? Sorry. You can actually say whatever you like with your own mouth also. You can say you are the best. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's start from verse 18 and then we read 19. It doth execute the judgment of the fatherless and widow. And loveth stranger. It loveth the stranger. In giving him food and raiment. Next verse. Love ye therefore the stranger. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Next verse. It's a command. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God. Him thou shalt serve. And to him shalt thou cleave. And swear by his name. Thou shalt love strangers. It's a command. Do you love strangers? The Lord said, you must love strangers because he loves strangers. Hebrews 13, before we take our seat. Hebrews 13. Let brotherly love continue. Verse 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels unawares. God bless you, you can have your seats. Because there are types, different types of angels. And there are many angels that don't have wings or don't shine with life. They look like ordinary human beings. And the Bible says... In entertaining strangers, you are likely to entertain an angel without knowing. And that leads to tremendous blessing. I think I was listening to one pastor in America one time, and he talked about his experience at the front of a grocery store. In the night, he just to buy something, and he drove there, and he parked his car, because it was very late in the night. So he could park close to the door. You know, in the night, uh, uh, all the rules on the road don't really apply much as in... No, the, the parking lots were empty, so he parked close to the door, and he saw this man with garbage all around him, and then decided to greet the man politely and to give him money. And when he was done, what he was by, he came back and he sat in his car, and the guy got up, picked his baggage, and turned. So he said, he just turned, just to wave at him one more time, God just gave him money, and then couldn't find the guy again. The Bible says, you should love strangers. Who are strangers? There is, I want to look at it from two angles this morning. We've been talking about the purposes of the church. 
I talked about divine protection. Church also gives us a family to live with. But the most important, the most difficult thing for mortal men to do is to live among other mortal men. You will not be uh, marked to have lived a very successful Christian life until you live among... We are not going to pack our loads and live away from people. The whole reason for all the nine fruits of the Spirit in Galatians is because among mortal men, you need it. Hallelujah. Church offers spiritual protection. Church teaches to be more conformed to the image of Christ. Church also gives us an opportunity to live among other Christians and learn the things of God. You don't know how patient you are until you meet somebody that troubles your soul. You can't just wake up and pass yourself that I'm a very patient person. You can't just say that I'm a kind person until you have demonstrated it even when it's not convenient. I get what I'm saying. You can't just, if you are living alone, you don't even know who you are. Nobody's dead on your nerves. You are the only one living in a desert. You are the only one living, you don't see any human being. So we don't know whether you are lost, but there's nobody to lost after. We don't know whether you are proud because there's nobody to show. But when you live among people and there is a reason, see, there are brethren around you whose work is to train you. When you say, Lord, make me more patient, prepare for a troublesome person. I get what I'm saying. When they got to the promised land, God told them that I will not clear all the inhabitants of land for you in one day. He said, I'm going to leave some nations to try you. So he brought left. <laughs> but they say, where I'm going today? You see, before Jesus returns, Acts chapter 4, verses 32 and 34 must happen. And it's like God is preparing us as a church to get there. But this place, we must tread with caution. The Bible says, and the multitude of them that believe were of one heart, and one soul, neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in co communism tried this, it hasn't worked. Because human beings natural and communism, government is not supposed to do this for people, that will be infringing on people's rights. People should have their rights as to whether they share or they don't share. God does not force anything on anybody. God does not use force. Anywhere you see force, it's a witchcraft spirit in the church seeking to force. God doesn't force people. God gives you an option to obey and you can choose not to obey. He created the force man, gave him a will to obey or not to obey. When Lucifer took one third of the angels with him, God let them go. Those who wanted to go, go. I get what I'm saying. Thank God to thought, stay back. This is a gate why you should not fret yourself when people leave you. God in all his goodness one third of angel left him. They prefer Lucifer to him. So when people reject you, take it easy. You are not the first. And you are not as good as God. If in all his goodness, the people he created looked at him, looked at Lucifer and said, we choose Lucifer. Then just calm down. Amen. When people want to leave you, let them leave. And don't cause them and get angry. Just let them go. At times, if they don't go, the better ones will not come. 
This is why a lady begging relationship, don't leave me, don't leave me. Let him leave you. A guy, you are begging and crying. I don't know that's my senior you are that a lady just sent a note to that time that it is over. Actually, I thought I lost his father or his mother. He just ran into the hall when he's called then and jumped on the bed and covered his eyes with the do with the bed sheet. I started crying, oh my god, my god, I'd make sure you live on the like I said, what is wrong with this one? I was disappointed. And I said, what when she said that, what did you say? He said nothing, we're crying. Tell her that no problem. Even me, I was thinking of saying over before. <laughs> are, you, are you following me? There are painful experiences, but don't take it too far. Hallelujah. Nobody was there when you were born. So anybody that chooses to go can go. The one that you need is God, and it does not go anywhere. It's always with you forever. Hallelujah. Isn't that beautiful? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So... <laughs> The Bible says all of them had all things in common. How can we get to this point? Do you know some of the pains I have in my heart that I don't share publicly? Do not after every service. I see people gathered there looking for transportation and I see some of us, you are alone, you can't, you drive. I'm not saying you are doing something wrong, but I'm just saying that, see, the body of Christ has not reached that point because I am a very balanced person. There was a time a church in Oregon, I don't want to mention, the lady listened to a pastor preach like this. She stopped after time to pick two men. They entered her car. Between Oregon and Ojota, they robbed her. One day brought her a pistol, took her back, and kicked her to her car, stole her stuff, and they ran away. So I understand. When the Bible says, do not entertain, they should entertain strangers. It can be a recipe for disaster for you to see a stranger, and he appears at the front of your house in Ogba. I don't have a place to say, come and sleep. Come and sleep might just mean none of you will wake up. You understand what I'm saying? But you see, there is a picture the Lord is painting. He is preparing the church somewhere and Jesus is waiting for the first church that will get this. That verse 32 and then verse 34. Again, of the same uh, um, act, go to 34 also. I'm looking forward to, neither was there any among them that lacked. Ah. Some need house rents. Some of us have super abundance. Everybody watching, before you run into say, when you preach a message like this, the poor ones, and I'm sorry to use this word, people that are self-centered are the first to say, it's true, they don't care about us. Those who talk like that care about nobody except themselves. When you go to a church for the first time, your first time in the church, you're waiting after the service to tell them your need, to so a selfish person. People will get angry with this message on social media, but see, as a church, we are parted with untold amount of money. Number one, that's the last time you will see them. The following Sunday, they are going to another church to tell the same story and collect money again. Because selfishness is terrible. If you don't deal with greed and you bring this scripture in, people will take advantage of one another. Normally, normally, Christians shouldn't do business with other Christians with all signing. The blood should be enough. But you and I know that that is not realistic right now. People will swindle you and worship God at the end of the day. That's why the Lord is seeking to correct these things. I have seen brother owing brother. I mean, we're in school. 
And this guy, when I was investing about this guy managed to borrow this one money, he refused to pay, and then he went to buy a refrigerator. So when that was asking for his money, he said that, hey, because he saw that I bought it, I refused to He thought his story would say, and my friend told that, sorry. What do you expect? All of us students, out of Zico at that time, I don't think, maybe up to 2,000 uh, students in that hall of resident, 1,000, I don't, those who, are, those who are refrigerator were not up to 50. You are living in luxury and you are owing somebody. In, the boss that only does not have refrigerator. <laughs> and now he came to ask for his money. You are saying that. So you got some amount. Your first point of call was not to give him his money back. See, Jesus spent time teaching a man-to-man relationship. Because this is where Christianity is demonstrated. In the days of Ayo, Apostle Ayo, Baba Lola, Ah, a brother came to meet him in a member of the church. He said the wife's family are despising him. Said because you do have said they say you do have money, you do have people. Apostle Bala got up and he said, they say you do have people. He said, tell them you are a member of this church. Where are your people? He said, why? He said, because I couldn't buy a share for more than myself. And he said, you do have people. He said, actually, my father died, my mom died. Apostle Bala said, you know, before the brother came, he saw people just came to visit the man of God. And they brought every bags of money. He didn't count it. He gave the bag to the guy. He said, go to your in-law. Buy all of them clothes. Pay for the bill of the wedding. And I will come for the wedding myself. When the guy got back, the story changed. He said, we are your people. You see, when God started creating, well, first of all, created family. But because Satan came in, the Lord created church. And through Jesus Christ, using church to correct the heels of family, unfortunately, we bring the deficiencies of the family into the church and we maintain. An insecure person is still insecure in the church and affecting everybody. A greedy fellow comes to church and is also greedy and a stubborn person comes to church. How will the Lord correct this? That Hebrews chapter 13 that says that let brotherly love continue. The word for brotherly love in Hebrew Greek is Philadelphia. If you read Revelation chapter 3 verse 7, Jesus said that unto the church of Philadelphia, I have said before you an open door. In other words, Jesus said that to the church that has attained to the level of brotherly love, there is unlimited open Ah, there is nowhere to form strategic relationship more than church. Unfortunately, we are not yet prepared for this. When a brother in the church picks a sister to marry, the rest of the should be that ah, this one can have a problem. They listen to the same message. They are not going to fight. But we know it's not so right now. What is the problem? How did they get an out of our person? The Bible does not exaggerate. But we say nobody lacks. And according to record, there were 20,000 people in the church of Jerusalem. Later, they grew to 120,000 membership church. The church of Jerusalem was the largest in those days. 120,000 members, followed by the church of Ephesus. Timothy was the bishop of the church of Ephesus at age 19. And according to record, Ephesus church was 20,000 strong. And Timothy was their pastor and he was not. That was why Paul said, let no man despise on you. Because he was pastoring people old enough to be his grandma and grandfa- grandfather. 120,000 people, even before they got there in the church also, if you remember Acts chapter 6, the first argument in the church was about daily distribution. As they began to distribute food, so people started complaining, it wasn't getting to them. Can the church rise and get to this point again? That nobody who needs a job, when you are in a church, somebody finds you something. That those who do business, ah, you know, 
I, I say this, and I mean no, no insult. It has changed now because some other caterers are coming up now. At least one or two people, have, they have decided to rewrite that record, and thank God for that. About two years ago, and last somebody decided to, two people decided to write the record. But before then, we have had a program before where we gave a caterer in church the contract. What a mistake. Food arrived after the closing prayer. And what arrived was half of what was paid for. And you begin to ask what exactly. And you know, when you get angry, they now blackmail you. That uh, as a member of the church, they did this one, that one. Boy, shoot, shoot. What? So <laughs> when I was going to have his program in UK, he told me, I'm going to use white to bring sound. It's that's the only way that there's a guarantee that they will not, and it was right. I did not hear shh from one mic. Another pastor that I know said that he had a program abroad in Nigeria said that he had the sound equipment and the guy arrived, they arrived for the meeting, they were still waiting for the sound engineer. And when they arrived, he began to speak Yoruba to the pastor, just to, you know, to patronize him. I remember being said, the man just looked at him and, why? You know, if you are the type that when you collect something from somebody, you don't pay back, you are one of the people making it difficult for others to walk this line. To walk this line. All of a sudden, your phone is off now. The same number you used to ask for money. Now they cannot reach you again. All things have become new. You know, it's because we have not touched deeply on Christianity if we don't teach every on character. Oh, let the beauty of Jesus be seen. I told you, a friend of mine, when we were in university, she had a very harsh auntie. I know people are hearing me and I'm trying to set something that the Lord is looking for a church where, I mean, they, they were, they were, <laughs> they, the, the sister was very, very, very tough. She was a, a, a staff of UI, the, the sister. Now, this lady was a member of her fellowship. So that day, during the holiday, school used to be very quiet. I you know she came for fellowship, and this is why some women they you get angry in an unreasonable way. A girl of twenty, beautiful, she came back from fellowship, and the sister locked her out. That uh, where you come, I told her we must enter this house before nine. She was coming nine fifteen, and she didn't know where to. So she came to my room. I was God, and I told her that ah, this is made all. I can leave this room for you to sleep. I said, but when I come back tomorrow. They know I'm a pastor all over UI. When you come out of my room in the morning, even though I'm not there, I go and see elsewhere. There are press people. Say, ah, those pastors, ah, them, they enjoy. Don't mind them. You know. And I said, trust Satan. He will arrange somebody. He's a master in that. Somebody will be there. See, if you're a good person, don't do evil. Others will do and get. When you do, they will catch you. There are veterans in cheating the exam. They don't catch them. When a good man... <laughs> Because you are not designed to do that. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Those that are chasing part of them, they get away with it. So, we started thinking. So, we took a walk. Finally, she remembered that. Ah, see, I just remember now that a member of our church, she was going to a church in town, but she was also in our fellowship in school. I don't want to mention the name of the church because it doesn't define the church. But, I mean, the, that was doing PhD. And I said, maybe I should go there. That one is a one man. I will beg him to let me sleep in his room. So I've got PhD student, both male and female, but separate room and but one man. So she went there. 
And the guy was working on writing his thesis on, on his computer. I said, no problem. That uh, just relax. That when it's about 12 now, I'll go to my friend's room and give you the key to stay here. So she sat. So the guy said it to her, I sleep now. I'm just working on the system. And she said, no, that uh, I will only sleep when you leave the room. The guy said, okay, no problem. Walk, walk, 12 became one. Then he told her again, I just rest. And the guy said, no, I'm, I can't. And walked to 1.30. Then sat down the bed. The next he just grabbed her. She told me, her hand just pick a screwdriver. She told the guy, I will choke you to death if you try nonsense. So the guy left her, went to the room. So she said she couldn't even sleep. Then by 5 a.m., the guy came and knelt down, was crying that, you know, I'm a Christian, I don't know what came over me. Just, just for somebody to pass a night. We had a program in the city where we put people to have accommodation in places. We put a sister and another sister, so that sister raped her. Yes. Just, and they were coming, they both fell under the power during the program in the afternoon. But another power came in in the night. Do you know there are Christians who have not dealt with the love of money? Once you sit with somebody, you are calculating how you can. And you have imbibed the philosophies of the world. I hear some Christians the way they talk. Even they have no story. It's not in the scripture. Now, me, where man work, you go chop. If you don't take care of yourself, you lose. And all those statements are used as a justification to do what others are doing. That's not the way of the Lord. The Lord wants us to walk in brotherly love. But before it can be done successfully, the church must be ready. Even though we'll do it, whether that's why we do good to all men, you don't care how they respond. It's just that it will be very sweet when the whole church will understand this. When we pray as one family, greater mighty things happen. The Lord is interested in the church operating like a family, at the same time like a military people. But family first. That's why Jesus is called our first begotten. He's now our firstborn. God is family conscious. He picked Abraham from a family through Abraham. He became diluted. He picked, and he's always picking people to form a family. Now, it's a new family in Christ. Paul said, for this cause, I bow my knee to the Lord, Father of our Lord, in whom the whole family in heaven and that's his name. It's one family. One family. Brother-in-law. Let me say this to everybody. Even if the church is yet to get there, if a believer that is walking in brother-in-law, you always experience open doors at all times. Love is the highest realm in the spirit realm. The Bible, only John said that he that uh, he said, he that loved and keepeth himself, the wicked one cannot touch him. He knew what he was saying. Only Apostle John could not be killed by a near emperor and the rest of the emperor who could not kill John. Because John was, no other epistle talking about the love of God more than John. John understood love. That it's above every other thing. If you walk in love, you can have access to almost all gifts of the Spirit effortlessly. Why some are pursuing this one in fasting? Why pursuing this one in fasting? Those who walk in love. Because it is a realm where mortal men don't want to walk. Those who walk in love are those who have crucified the greed and the self the selfishness that is in them. See it a man that walks in love. His wife is blessed forever. Because it's no more about me. It's about us. And love puts the interest of the other person first. 
are you with me? Praise the Lord. The father is desperately. You know, I tell you that every Sunday, one day I was talking to you, I can go 17 different directions. But I always want to stay whatever the Lord wants me to say. For how long will this be that many have plenty, some don't even know what to do with money, and some don't have anything? You know, there was a time that John discovered there are so many pairs of jeans. And I started bringing them to church to give out. Even though the more you give, the more it's true. I've experienced that times without number. Yes. In one day before I've given out 12 shoes before, within three weeks it's multiplied. This is what we come. I just want to give you this. I want to give you, I want to give you this. Have you seen where you bought a shoe before? And the person said that ah, the way it fits your leg. You know what? I'm going to give you this one also. You will think some things are not real until you live at this realm. It is true. Are you with me? This is very important. How do we begin to work on this? If you, I can say this about all the pastors. If one of them says, I want to get the car, the car is 12 million, I have seven, the rest of us will contribute. We know that it will say nobody we have to call. In the last seven, eight years, we'll be like that among ourselves. I'm too sure of that. Oh, sorry, I'm, I want to move out to my house. I'm renting on that. Hotel. This house is 4.5 million. I just have 2.5 million. Can you guys just give me three people like 400, 400, and that's uh, in the next six months or so? Usually, when they give a time, half of that time they paid back. Yes. From pastors to CEC, I have 100% guarantee. I've not done it much with the leaders, but I know that it's the same thing. This is why the Lord taught me one time never borrow anybody an amount that you cannot let go. So that you will not hurt yourself. So many times, I'm going to pay back. You know, believe me sincerely, 50% of people that collect money from you, they will not pay back. And you will do yourself a lot of good just not to expect it. If you bring it, I'll so much appreciate you. If you don't bring it, I'll leave it. But that's not going to be a reason why I will fight and fight and fight. See, I've learned things. I've learned things. I borrowed a friend money one day. It went down. I think some of you have heard me share his story before. He tried not to let go. He called me. It went down. I just knew that there was something. He couldn't pay and he was dodging. I was owing every other person. One of my friends brought police and arrested him. They seized his laptop, his laptop, seized everything. And he kept saying one thing. He said, as a bachelor, I bought two duplexes in Ogudu. Drop the cash. He said, you guys know I'm blessed. Something happened to me. I invested over 100 million to this. I lost everything. He said, police came and took my two houses because I used it to stand. I just decided not to go beyond that skinny. By the time I second time, I just left. But years after, we didn't hear of him again. All of a sudden, many of you, I've told you a story before. Not too far from here, he began a kind of food business. The then CBN governor, Sanusi, came to do a meeting in the building and he approached him, just told Sanusi that for all CBN staff, they are retreats in Lagos or so that it will be the end or something like that. There was a conference that they had. And it was the cook that cooked for over 600 people morning, afternoon, and night. 
and he charged them heavily per plate. He ran it several millions. He brought Land Cruiser G brand new. He brought it to my house. I sat inside. I didn't want to come down. He just cruised around. We came back. I said, I said, let's continue talking. And I was, I just became so happy that I did not overstretch the issue of the money. Now, see him now. That other one that arrested him, I cannot even look at his face again. Can't look at his face again. Now, this is not to justify people borrowing money and saying that, you see, see did you hear what pastor, what pastor said? <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm not able to look at my face again. Like, go and pay what you're owing. I don't know if somebody is getting what I'm saying. If we come to worship every Sunday and we are not becoming more and more like Jesus, we are wasting our time. That's why sharing on several mountains, seven principles of faith, power of God, wonderful. Like I shared on Wednesday, it was a very powerful thing. Sometimes we need to calm down. Jesus did all. He spoke about some high things. You will see angels ascend and send upon the Son of Man, but also dealt with Israel man to man. But this is where you have issues. Third service, I will talk about family members. Because I want to talk to married people. For some reason, the Lord will have us rest on family. But second service is for church family. Church family. Church family. Have you accepted other believers as brethren? The only family member who has stayed with me was my older brother when I was living in a two and a half flat, bedroom flat in, uh, in Oregon. My brother was a manager in pension transponder, so that he just moved to Lagos then. He was, he was in another part of the country then. He said he wanted to rent a two-play, but he said he wait a little. So, because his family was outside Lagos, he was always going home after every three days. So, okay, so he stayed with me for just about a month or so. But the bulk of those who have stayed with me, they've been strangers that faith brought us together. Faith in Christ. When the Bible says that you can entertain angels, it's not limited to angels only. That word there can actually be applied to even messengers sent by God. You don't know God is sending your way. When I was in that two and the bedroom and we're like 11, one of the guys staying with me, many of you have said it before, probably is watching now. His name is Faith, probably watching now. When you go to his Facebook, you're going to see him with Sanus, you're going to see him with Queen, Queen, former Queen of England, all these people. Where he works now is a leadership school somewhere in Qatar where Bill Clinton all of them come here to address the student twice in a year. All of them. And he's the coordinator. He was doing IT. I didn't know he was going to deeper life. And somebody brought him to me that he was doing IT. I'm going to Mohammed Airport. Nowhere to stay. I said, we're already 10 here. If you don't mind, you can join us. And he joined. And he was in my house. And I thought, you know, we argue with me with a deeper life. Degree. Argue, argue. Why, why? All of us were... The church that started them, but it was only students among all of us. He was, he was the youngest. And one day he came to church and he told me something, which is still working on. That one day we'll come back here and select some children from here and register them in that school. They will be taken there where that's where they'll be living and be trained to be future leaders in Africa. Meeting with all the presidents in the world. He told me, he said, Pastor, I'm going to come back and do this. This is my roots. Do not for I didn't see that thing in him that time. I just saw a boy that needed help. Part of what I'm saying is that even though the stage is not set to do this, that should not stop you. In a limited way, apply wisdom but do this. A friend of mine, again, I'm not saying you should do this particular one. One of our friends, 
it was raining like this heavily. Lagos Ibadan. And he saw a man and his son standing on the road with every firewood on their head. He said he had passed. He slammed the brake, reversed and picked them. The man put the firewood in the boot of the car and he drove. They passed the Shon camp. They mentioned a village inside. He drove, drove, drove and dropped them. The man told him that, do you know this place? That I should come back in two days' time. When they came, they had prepared documents of over 20 acres of land owned by this man and his family behind camp and they gave this guy. He said, we see how many more. He said, but I don't know. And he gave that part of the estate now. That is the story behind some of the estates in that area now. But the man didn't even do it because he expected anything. He just felt that, ah, these people really will enjoy this. Let me just do something. On our ways. So we are not even saying that, oh, I want to help so I can get something from it. I want to help because I want to demonstrate Jesus to somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, it begins with, let me tell you this, which I do, and I want to encourage you. Anytime you go for church, note, please, take note of who is sitting beside you, left and right. Try and say something nice to them. Sometimes they see you need to say just a good word. Make up your mind that when people cross your paths, they will live with something to be happy about, even if it's just a word of encouragement. Yes. Sometimes you are the only one saying good morning to a cleaner out of all the well-dressed people in your office. Me, I like doing that. Everybody will greet themselves. Stranger also means that who is strange among us? All of us are graduate trainees. We are all wearing suit and tie to office. But here is a cleaner that will not be able to look at our face. Can I be the one to say, excuse me, good morning, but how are you? That greeting might just be a blessing to that person's day. Do you know there are believers listening to me now? Security men on your street and gate, you don't greet them. See, this thing that I'm saying, we are not living Christian like the way God expects us. One time like that, VGC over here, VGC, Victoria Garden City, was going to be attacked. I think it was during the first demonstration then, time of Jonathan, in Ojota, when these boys would go out and they were planning to. Pastor Gwele, who has been here before, thank God, for a timely intervention. He was jogging. And he saw this area boys arguing with security at the gate. So he went there. <laughs> when he saw what was going on, he came back and he called other landlords. He said, all the men, turn him down. What they mean? They will shoot them. They cross this path. Uh, said, but the women responded softly. They put here like 200,000 or so, gave it to this guy, went to buy water and food stuff and found out that these boys live just opposite BGC in a slum. That day, they planned that for days they are not eating, that they were going to evade. And he said, one of the security men of the gate, that the rich man was depending on, told him, that he had told his colleague, that by the time those boys come back with colors and matches, that every security man will run away. They were evading the estates. And that they had planned that evening they were coming to the estates. When they gave that money, their leader came out and said, ah, you just saved an entire estate. He said, we see you guys driving now in and now. He said, we just got to a point where oh, the money... Uh, that we collect, we've not been able to collect it for one week because no work, no everything is. Say, but we made up our mind that today, not today, let's invade this place. Somebody just chose to listen. You know, many times we do this unconsciously. We are not just conscious. As I step into the gate of your office, you are thinking about your colleague you want to greet, and you pass the people you don't think they want your greeting. 
Not because you are wicked. You are not just conscious of it. And to these people, you can demonstrate the greatest love. It is this reason that some people are coming on now. that way, can you give your tithe to the poor? No, you don't give your tithe to the poor. Give your poor, the poor your money. There are two different things. There are two different things. Giving to God doesn't stop me from helping the less privileged. I do that every now and then. You see, those who talk like that, their attack is on the church. Why don't you ask me to give the poor my DSTV money? I pay for DSTV subscription every month. Why don't you ask me to give the poor my clothes money? Why don't you ask me to give the poor my nepa bill? Why is that the only thing you think should go to the poor is the one I want to give to God? Can you see wickedness of men against God? I have never seen anyone that going to somebody drinking a beer powder that this money you are using to and I call it expensive now. That is why don't you give this money to the poor and stop drinking? Every month, the budget you have for drinking, give it to the poor. You know, you buy fuel to your car, don't, 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 don't use fuel again. After all, you work remotely now, every your fuel money, everyone give it to the poor. The only one you want to convince me I should give to the poor is the one I give to God. Something is wrong with you. It's a wicked mindset. And some Christians fall for this thing. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Let's rise. I want to stop here. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.